Hello folks and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 282. We're starting off with Ezra chapter 7 through 8. Now after this, in the, reign, in the reign of Artaxerxes, king of Persia, Ezra the son of Sariah, son of Azariah, son of Hilkiah, son of Shalom, son of Zadok, son of Ahitub, son of Amariah, son of Azariah, son of Meriath, son of Merhiah, son of Uzi, son of Biku, Buki, son of Abiusha, a son of Phineas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the chief priest, this Ezra went up from Babylonia. He was a scribe skilled in the law of Moses, which the Lord of God of Israel had given, and the king granted him all that he asked, for the hand of the Lord his God was upon him. And there went up also to Jerusalem in the seventh year of Artaxerxes the king, some of the people of Israel, and some of the priests and Levites, the singers and gatekeepers and the temple servants. And he came to Jerusalem in the fifth month, which was in the seventh year of the king. For on the first day of the first month he began to go up from Babylonia, and on the first day of the fifth month he came to Jerusalem, for the good hand of his God was upon him. For Ezra had set his heart to study the law of the Lord, and to do it, and to teach his statutes and ordinances in Israel. This is a copy of the letter which King Artaxerxes gave to Ezra the priest, the scribe, learned in matters of the commandments of the Lord and his statutes for Israel. Artaxerxes, king of kings, to Ezra the priest, the scribe of the law of the God of heaven, and now I make a decree that any one of the people of Israel or their priests or Levites in my kingdom who freely offers to go to Jerusalem may go with you. For you are sent by the king and his seven counselors to make inquiries about Judah and Jerusalem according to the law of your God which is in your hand, and also to convey the silver and gold which the king and his counselors have freely offered to the God of Israel, whose dwelling is in Jerusalem, with all the silver and gold which you shall find in the whole province of Babylonia, and with the freewill offerings of the people and the priests vowed willingly for the house of their God which is in Jerusalem." With this money, then, you shall with all diligence buy bulls, rams, and lambs, with their cereal offerings and their drink offerings, and you shall offer them upon the altar of, your, of the house of your God, which is in Jerusalem. Whatever seems good to you and your brethren to do with the rest of the silver and gold, you may do, according to the will of your God. The vessels that have been given to you for the service of, your, of, the, house, of the house of your God, you shall deliver before the God of Jerusalem." And whatever else is required for the house of your God, which you have occasion to provide, you may provide it out of the king's treasury. And I, Artaxerxes the king, make a decree to all the treasurers in the province beyond the river. Whatever Ezra the priest, the scribe of the law of God of heaven, requires of you, be it done with all diligence, up to a hundred talents of silver, a hundred cores of wheat, a hundred baths of wine, a hundred baths of oil, and salt without prescribing how much." Whatever is commanded by the God of heaven, let it be done in full for the house of the God of heaven, lest his wrath be against the realm of the king and his sons. We also notify you that it shall not be lawful to impose tribute, custom, or toll upon any one of the priests, the Levites, the singers, the doorkeepers, the temple servants, or other servants of this house of God. And you, Ezra, according to the wisdom of your God which is in your hand, appoint magistrates and judges who may judge all the people in the province beyond the river, all such as know the laws of your God, and those who do not know them you shall teach. Whoever will not obey the law of your God and the law of the king, let judgment be strictly executed upon him, whether for death or for banishment or for confiscation of his goods or for imprisonment. 
Blessed be the Lord, the God of our fathers, who put such a thing as this into the heart of the king, to be out of, to beautify the house of the Lord, which is in Jerusalem, and who extended to me his steadfast love before the king and his counselors, and before all the king's mighty officers. I took courage, for the hand of the Lord my God was upon me, and I gathered leading men from Israel to go up with me. These are the heads of their fathers' houses, and this is the genealogy of those who went up with me from Babylonia in the reign of Artaxerxes the king. Of the sons of Phinehas, Gershom. Of the sons of Ithamar, Daniel. Of the sons of David, Hattush. Of the sons of Shechaniah. Of the sons of Parosh, Zechariah, with whom we were registered 150 men. Of the sons of Pahathmoab, Elehuenim, the son of Zechariah, and with him 200 men. Of the sons of Zatu, Shechaniah, the son of Jahaziel, and with him three hundred men. Of the sons of Adin, Ebed, the son of Jonathan, and with him fifty men. Of the sons of Elam, Eshiah, the son... Whoa, well, technical difficulties. My computer just cut out. That's weird. <laughs> of the son of Elam, Jeshiah, the son of Athaliah, and with him seventy men. Of the sons of Shephatiah, Zebediah, the son of Michael, and with him eighty men. Of the sons of Joab, Obadiah the son of Jehiel, and with him two hundred and eighteen men. Of the sons of Bani, Shelomith the son of Josephiah, and with him a hundred and sixty men. Of the sons of Bebai, Zechariah the son of Bebai, and with him twenty-eight men. Of the sons of Asgad, Johanan the son of Hakatan, and with him a hundred and ten men. Of the sons of Adonikam, those who came later, their names being Elephelet, Jeuel, Shemaniah, and with them sixty men. Of the sons of Bigvi, Uthai and Zakor, and with them seventy men. I gathered them to the river that runs to Ahava, and there we encamped three days. As I reviewed the people and the priests, I found there none of the sons of Levi. Then I sent for Eliezer, Ariel, Shemaiah, Elnathan, Jarib, Elnathan, Nathan, Zechariah, Meshulam, leading men, and for Jorib, Jorib and Elnathan, who were men of insight, and sent them to Edo, the leading man at the, pla at the palace Casaphia, telling them what to say to Edo and his brethren, the temple servants at the palace Casaphia, namely, to send us ministers for the house of our God. And by the good hand of our God upon us, they brought us a man of discretion, of the sons of Mali, the son of Levi, son of Israel, namely, Sherebiah, and with his sons and kinsmen, eighteen. Also Hashabiah, and with him Jeshiah, of the sons of Merari, with his kinsmen and their son, twenty, besides two hundred and twenty of the temple servants, whom David and his officials had set apart to attend the Levites. These were all mentioned by name. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river Ahava, that we might humble ourselves before our God, to seek from him a straight way for ourselves, our children, and all our goods. For I was ashamed to ask the king for a band of soldiers and horsemen to protect us against the enemy on our way, since we had told the king, The hand of our God is for good upon all that seek him, and the power of his wrath is against all that forsake him. So we fasted and besought our God for this, and he listened to our entreaty. Then I set apart twelve of the remaining priests, Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and ten of their kinsmen with them. And I weighed out to them the silver and the gold and the vessels, the offering for the house of our God, which the king and his counselors and his lords and all Israel there present had offered. I weighed out into their hand six hundred and fifty talents of silver and silver vessels worth a hundred talents and a hundred talents of gold, twenty bowls of gold worth a thousand derricks and two vessels of fine bright bronze as precious as gold. And I said to them, 
You are holy to the Lord, and the vessels are holy, and the silver and gold are a freewill offering to the Lord, the God of your fathers. Guard them and keep them until you weigh them before the chief priests and the Levites and the heads of fathers' houses in Israel at Jerusalem, within the chambers of the house of the Lord. So the priests and the Levites took over the weight of the silver and the gold and the vessels to bring them to Jerusalem, to the house of our God. Then we departed from the river Ahava on the twelfth day of the first month to go to Jerusalem. The hand of our God was upon us, and he delivered us from the hand of the enemy and from ambushes by the way. We came to Jerusalem, and there we remained three days. On the fourth day, within the house of our God, the silver and the gold and the vessels were weighed into the hands of Merimoth the priest, son of Uriah, and with him was Eleazar, the son of Phinehas, and with them were the Levites, Jozabad, the son of Jeshua, and Noadiah, the son of Benui. The whole was counted and weighed, and the weight of everything was recorded. At that time, those who had come from captivity, the returned exiles, offered burnt offerings to the God of Israel, twelve bulls for all Israel, ninety-six rams, twenty-seven lambs, and as a sin offering, twelve he-goats. All this was a burnt offering to the Lord. They also delivered the king's commissions to the king's satraps and to the governors of the province beyond the river, and they aided the people and the house of God. Our next reading is Daniel chapter 14. When King Astyages was laid with his fathers, Cyrus the Persian received his kingdom, and Daniel was a companion of the king and was the most honored of his friends. Now the Babylonians had an idol called Bel, and every day they spent on it twelve bushels of fine flour and forty sheep and fifty gallons of wine. The king revered it and went every day to worship it, but Daniel worshipped his own god. And the king said to him, Why do you not worship Bel? He answered, Because I do not revere man-made idols, but the living God, who created heaven and earth and has dominion over all flesh. The king said to him, Do you not think that Bel is a living God? Do you not see how much he eats and drinks every day? Then Daniel laughed and said, Do not be deceived, O king, for this is but clay inside and brass outside, and it never ate or drank anything. Then the king was angry, and he called his priests and said to them, If you do not tell me who is eating these provisions, you shall die. But if you prove that Bel is eating them, Daniel shall die, because he blasphemed against Bel. And Daniel said to the king, Let it be done as you have said. Now there were seventy priests of Bel, besides their wives and children, and the king went with Daniel into the temple of Bel. And the priests of Bel said, Behold, we are going outside. You yourself, O king, shall set forth the food and mix and place the wine and shut the door and seal it with your signet. And when you return in the morning, if you do not find that Bel has eaten at all, we will die, or else Daniel will, who is telling lies about us. They were unconcerned, for beneath the table they had made a hidden entrance, through which they used to go in regularly and consume the provisions. When they had gone out, the king set forth the food for Bel. Then Daniel ordered his servants to bring ashes, and they sifted them throughout the whole temple in the presence of the king alone. Then they went out, shut the door, and sealed it with the king's signet, and departed. In the night the priests came with their wives and children, as they were accustomed to do, and ate and drank everything. Early in the morning the king rose and came, and Daniel with him. And the king said, Are the seals unbroken, Daniel? He answered, They are unbroken, O king. As soon as the doors were opened, the king looked at the table and shouted in a loud voice, You are great, O Bel, and with you there is no deceit, none at all. Then Daniel laughed and restrained the king from going on and said, Look at the floor and notice whose footsteps these are. The king said, I see the footsteps of men and women and children. 
Then the king was enraged, and he seized the priests and their wives and children, and they showed him the secret doors through which they were accustomed to enter and devour what was on the table. Therefore the king put them to death, and gave Bel over to Daniel, who destroyed it and its temple. There was also a great dragon, which the Babylonians revered. And the king said to Daniel, You cannot deny that this is a living God, so worship him. Daniel said, I will worship the Lord my God, for he is the living God. But if you, O king, will give me permission, I will slay the dragon without sword or club. The king said, I give you permission. Then Daniel took pitch, fat, and hair, and boiled them together and made cakes, which he fed to the dragon. The dragon ate them and burst apart. And Daniel said, See what you have been worshipping. When the Babylonians heard it, they were very indignant and conspired against the king, saying, The king has become a Jew. He has destroyed Bel and slain the dragon and slaughtered the priests. Going to the king, they said, Hand Daniel over to us, or else we will kill you and your household. The king saw that they were pressing him hard, and under compulsion he handed Daniel over to them. They threw Daniel into the lion's den, and he was there for six days. There were seven lions in the den, and every day they had been given two human bodies and two sheep. But these were not given to them now, so that they might devour Daniel. Now the prophet Habakkuk was in Judea. He had boiled pottage and had broken bread into a bowl, and was going into the field to take it to the reapers. But the angel of the Lord said to Habakkuk, Take the dinner which you have to Babylon, to Daniel, in the lion's den. Habakkuk said, Sir, I have never seen Babylon and know nothing about the den. Then the angel of the Lord took him by the crown of his head and lifted him by his hair and set him down in Babylon, right over the den, with the rushing sound of the wind itself. Then Habakkuk shouted, Daniel, Daniel, take the dinner which God has sent you. And Daniel said, Thou hast remembered me, O God, and hast not forsaken those who love thee. So Daniel arose and ate, and the angel of God immediately returned Habakkuk to his own place. On the seventh day the king came to mourn for Daniel. When he came to the den he looked in, and there sat Daniel. And the king shouted with a loud voice, Thou art great, O Lord God of Daniel, and there is no other besides thee. And he pulled Daniel out and threw into the den the men who had attempted his destruction, and they were devoured immediately before his eyes. Our last reading for today is Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 26. While the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had ceased speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep, and let your net and let, out, let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great shoal of fish, and as their nets were breaking, they beckoned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid, henceforth you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. While he was in one of the cities, there came a man full of leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and besought him, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And he stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. And he charged him to tell no one, but 
Go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing, as Moses commanded, for a proof to the people. But so much the more the report went abroad concerning him, and great multitudes gathered to hear and to be healed of their infirmities. But he withdrew to the wilderness and prayed. On one of those days, as he was teaching, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with him to heal. And behold, men were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed, and they sought to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, saying, Who is this that speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? When Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them, Why do you question in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, Rise, take up your bed, and go home. And immediately he rose before them, and took up that on which he lay, and went home, glorifying God. And amazement seized them all, and they glorified God, and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. That is everything for today. I hope you're having a wonderful day, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye for now.